from PRX. Friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a calm and soothing journey. Uh, it'll be meandering because, oh boy, am I going to get mixed up? Not direct. No journey on Sleep With Me is direct. Uh, hopefully your journey to dreamland, I make a better connection. By my indirectness, I give you a better connection to dreamland. Or to rest or just distraction and, and a friend in the deep dark night. A companion on this meandering ride. I'll be the conductor and your companion here. But I can sit all the way on the other side of the train if needed. Or just up with the... Okay, I'll sit up with the conductor. And you may be confused. That probably means you're in the right place because it's time for Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. All right, but Scoot's here. And, you know, you've heard these messages. I'm here to talk to you about, you know, what makes uh, things like Sleep With Me possible. Stuff outside of the box. And that's our democracy and represent us. And I don't know about you, but does it really feel like our leaders are responsive uh, to our needs uh, right now? Does it feel like things are running smoothly? Because if you don't feel like that, it's okay. Uh, you're not alone. You know, there's a lot of people having the same experience uh, wondering, hey, is there something we can do to fix this. And here's the thing. There are things we can do right now to get things back on track. This podcast is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. It's a group of shows, hosts, and networks. We're banding together to try to make things better. And we're working with a grassroots and nonpartisan organization, Represent Us and You. So all you need to do is go to represent.us slash podcast and get more info on how you can get involved. Represent Us is the largest grassroots grassroots organization working city by city and state by state to pass laws that protect democracy and improve it. You know, we need a system that works for the American people, not just special interests. So go to represent.us slash podcast and join the movement today. Thanks, everybody. Support for Sleep With Me comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting your time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable, all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit Odoo com slash with me. That's O-D-O-O.com slash with me. Odoo, modern management made simple. All right, everybody, it's time to talk about tonight's sponsor, Helix Sleep. Do yourself a favor, go to helixsleep.com slash sleep and take that Helix quiz. That was about four years ago that I took the Helix quiz, got matched with the Helix Dusk Lux, which is a perfect mattress for me and the way I sleep. Because the thing is, the Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux collection, the newly released Helix Elite collection. They have a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, even a mattress made just for kids. And how would you know 
which one is going to fit you and your body. You just take that Helix sleep quiz. You find the perfect mattress in under two minutes. That personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. And Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. And here's the thing. Everybody's unique. Everybody sleeps differently. And that is why Helix has uh, several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. You know, if you're like me, I sleep on my stomach and my side. I sleep a hot, so I want to stay cool. And that's what happened. I took the quiz. I got matched with the Helix Dusk Lux. I love my Helix Dusk Lux. And the way I know is every time I leave town, I cannot wait to get back that first night back in my Helix Dusk Lux, it's like I'm in a state of sleep bliss. Not only is it the best mattress I've slept on, but setup is fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. And Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com sleep and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet. It won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. All right, everybody. It is time for the Sleepy Supporters on the one part of the podcast where I pop my peas, if you please. I thank the listeners who supported the sponsors. That's how I'm able to be here for you twice a week. And I'm looking for people starting this year out who have supported the sponsors. This is really how we come out free twice a week. Uh, you know, hopefully we get more. We got, what, 425, 430 free episodes in the feed at this point. But that's because of those of you that took action, supported the sponsors, shared with me on social media, sent the sponsor letter amplified your actions and really like said, Hey, it's important that you're supporting sleep with me. And that's why I supported you. I heard about you on the show. That's what it takes. I really appreciate it. So if you support a sponsor, let them know about it. Let me know about it. Uh, you can let me know at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors, or even better just tag me at dearest scooter on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, and uh, it's a win, win, win for everybody. I really appreciate it. It's also about you getting the support you need. If you have extra needs right now, there's links to resources in the show notes you could connect with. It's about being a member of our communities and saying Black Lives Matter, saying stop AAPI hate, saying let's be a part of positive change with our actions. There's links to resources you could connect with in our show notes. It's also, I'm looking for organizations that have impacted you, whether it's because you're a part of them, you're supporting them, or they've supported you over the past few years. So if you have an organization in in mind, uh, let me know about it. Reach out to me through our website or tag me on social media or connect with me there. Uh, but you can always get me through the contact page that goes uh, straight to my inbox uh, on our website. So I really appreciate it. And that is the end of the Sleepy Supporter Zone. Oh, Mystery Bar, a lot of people help out on the show. Who are they? Chris Posty Poster Zone. Sounds like an earful. Wrote the theme song. Edits episodes too. Carl W. The Legend. Also edits episodes Ashley, Kenny, Scotty, Jennifer. Runner, 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 runner. Eric and the team let us down. They're on the website. I am the mystery bar I do the lullabies, yeah I do commissions at JonathanMann.net I'll write a song for you Any reason at all You can tell me the story and I'll make it personal You see the kindness shine straight on through When the listeners form their own Facebook group Keith, Stacy, Sarah, Julie, and Jennifer These are your
mystery bard. Uh, what do you say we slow it down and get on with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind. So thoughts, feelings, anything you're feeling emotionally uh, that's coming up for you. So feelings, those are like uh, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, anything you're feeling physically. Or did I say emotionally? I already got mixed up. Uh, Thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in routine. Oh boy, am I going through the old change in routine. Changes in temperature, change in temperature too. Holy mackerel. And also, how about this one? I don't know if I've ever pointed this one out. Blankets not agreeing with you. Uh... Maybe I'll talk about that tonight, but you'll disruptive blankets. Never thought I'd call out my blankets, and actually none of them are blankets. I'm not a blanket man. For for starters, that's why I'm disrupting, where none of us are. So we'd prefer, I say, okay, well, let's just, can we discuss it in a few minutes, please? Uh, Well, I'd like to talk about it right now. Okay, well considering I just need a few minutes to just get there's might be new listeners for the podcast so maybe you could listen along and then uh, what's a podcast exactly I'll help you out this is why I need my rest uh, and that's why I've been uh, I've been a little frustrated with our relationship this is actually the first time I've ever talked to any of you I mean I've talked at you apologize for that Again, I was wrong. Another apology. I didn't realize you were sentient bedding. I was wrong never to anthropomorphize you until now. So I'm sorry for that. Uh, and I know that's not a very good apology, but uh, like, so if you're new, I'm sorry, Blake. It's an, oh, oh boy. So if you're new, here's what I propose to you. I'm going to try to create a safe place, just like I'm trying, I guess, trying to create a safe place for myself to sleep in. Who would have known? I have to reestablish. I mean, I, I guess I did know. I've been having, we've been having issues in my bed. My bed, my, my, what is it called again? Bedding and I. There'll be another autobiography. Issues with my bedding and I. Issue, that could be more of a pamphlet. So if you, so here's what I propose to do. I'm going to try to create a safe place by sending my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, so my voice is a little bit different. I'm going to use pointless meanders, or I'm going to go on them. Maybe you just witness one, superfluous tangents, all to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company. And that's kind of the key thing that can be very hard, like when you first listen to the show. It takes two or three tries to get used to this podcast. So if you're feeling off, I totally understand, or you're feeling skeptical, totally makes sense. And I'm going to try to give you some information. And the same goes for my betting. If you're feeling skeptical about my intentions, why wouldn't you? I never anthropomorphize. You say, Scoot, you anthropomorphize everything, including when you misuse anthropomorphize. 
And I say, have I anthropomorphized anthropomorphized? Because I don't have time for that tonight, but maybe a listener will remind me to anthropomorphize, anthropomorphification. Anthropomorphification? Is it? Is there double Fs in there? Anthropomorphize. Let's see. Synthesize. Synthesis. Anthropomorphous. I guess it's not anthropomorphosis. It, um, is it anthropomorphosis or anthro? So anyway, if you're new, right, you're going to be skeptical or doubtful. What's this person up to? So let me give you a few pieces of information. The reason I make this show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you can get some rest, a bedtime you could look forward to, or at least not dread. And that's one of the reasons I make the show. Now, the show does not work for everybody. So when I say you, no matter if the show works for you or not, you still deserve those things. And I really hope you can find them. There is a website, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thanks, if the show definitely doesn't work for you. But give it a few tries uh, because that's what I want. I mean, if you can get the rest you need, your life's going to be a little bit better tomorrow and a little bit more manageable. And that really, this is true. You deserve that. And our entire planet will be a better place if you're a little bit more rested and more focused tomorrow because we need you. So, you know, we need, you know, everybody needs you and you you need you, right? So that's one thing. The other reason it's important to me is because I've been there. And I guess I, we could talk about that part more, but I'm tossing, turning lately. Oh boy, blank, betting, we'll talk about it. Not my betting's fault, actually, just our relationship. Okay, so that's why I make this show. A few other things that are different about this podcast. It's not a podcast you, you so much listen and pay attention to. So some people start listening to it and they're like, when's the bedtime? It's a bedtime story, right? I say, kind of. I guess it's more of a podcast to, to keep you company while you fall asleep. So it's again, not a podcast you really listen to. Some people get pretty have pretty strong feelings, understandably, because they turn on the show and they kind of think, okay, it's going to start right away with a bedtime story. And it's a little bit different than that. And, and I'll talk about why. But this is also a podcast you just barely pay attention to. So that's uh, like it, it could be background noise or you can listen. It's now also not a podcast that puts you to sleep. It's here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. So I'm more of a mild distraction or a pleasant distraction. And it, it, that's the thing. If you can't sleep, I'm here to the end of the episode to keep you company, whether you're listening, whether you're awake, whether you understand or not. I'm here to keep you company. That's really my job is to be here talking in some inane sense about stuff. Uh, so you could listen, but you don't have to listen. You could fall asleep, but you don't have to fall asleep. You could pay attention, but you don't need to or hear what I'm saying. So those are two things that are very different. The structure and the purpose of our show is also very different. And so it's understandable, again, if you're having strong feelings about it. Like our show's designed in a very specific way, while a lot of people use the podcast in a variety of ways. And that's just kind of how it's cool to adjust the show, what works for you. But when you first get here, this is kind of the way the podcast is set up to work until you get used to it and find your groove. Show starts off with a greeting 
Friends Beyond the Binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, hopefully that makes you feel seen and welcome. At least enough you could say, well, let me look in the window there and see what the podcast's like. Then there's support, support for listeners who are in need right now, and then support for the community around the show, and then support for the show itself. Uh, like direct response support, either people supporting the show through memberships or sponsors. Then there's the intro. And the intro is like first the support or the greeting could throw people off. Then the intro also throws people off because it's about 10 to 20 minutes long of me rambling as I'm doing now, anthropomorphizing things, never getting to the point. The, The intro is a show within a show. That never get, that's always running and never gets started, always going but goes nowhere. And it's new and different every time. So it's kind of like something spinning around in a circle, but you say, well, it's, I don't know why I keep watching that video, that cat chasing that thing, but I do. But you would probably, if it was a new cat and a new thing getting chased every day, there's new business for me. Catschasingstuff.com. Hopefully I bought it. Uh, I guess that'll definitely be what tonight's episode's about. So that throws, that throws me off a little bit, but uh, totally makes it makes sense. So, oh, so the intro goes on and on and on to give you some distance from the day. So the main way, it's not the right or wrong way. You can find out whatever way works for you. But the main purpose of the intro is to give you some time to wind down, get ready for bed, and start to unwind. Not so much to put you to sleep, but you say, okay, I feel comfortable. Some people fall asleep. Some people skip the intro. But for a lot of listeners, they're listening maybe even before they get in bed. Maybe they're doing something else, relaxing, stretching, or some other calm activity, or just brushing their teeth and stuff. Because then you say, well, I missed what Scoot said. Guess it doesn't matter. I couldn't hear you over the sweet, sweet brushing of my teeth. So that's uh, the intro. And, uh, yeah, some people listen to story only episodes on Patreon. So just kind of see how it goes. And then there's more business. And again, that goes for the goal of the podcast being free. Like sponsorships make, make it as possible shows free. You don't have to pay anything. It's a, it's optional to be a member of the show. So that's the sponsorships. Then it'll be a bedtime story. I thought it was going to be about one thing, but I guess tonight we'll be talking about some new business. Maybe I'll talk to the Kuzaks and see if they have a business about cats chasing stuff. So that'll be the bedtime story, which will be about 45 or 50 minutes long. That people you could fall asleep to or you could listen to it. Or if you need a break during the day, you could listen to it. And then it'll end with a thank you. See, the show ends like that. So that's it. And I guess, so my blankets, uh, my bedding, I'm sorry. We've just been having a rough stretch. I mean, again, the temperature, when I'm recording this, it's a different time of the year when you're recording it. But, you know, every time of the year, seasons have different temperatures. Scoots, I, you could say I'm finicky when it comes to my bedroom temperature. Hard to please, for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the truth. But so my blankets... My duvet, my sh- last night we were all in chaos. Uh, and again, part of it is that whatever activity is going on when I'm asleep, it, my duvets and my comforters, yes, I have two. Right now only one is in use, my weighted comforter. And I have a beautiful du- duvet on it. Uh, 
from Brooklyn and one of the sponsors. But And then I have my sheet. I do use a top sheet. Not everybody does, but I just like having that extra layer. But last night, because like usually because of whatever ever I'm, is going on, like my duvet and my comforter not just tend to get separated, more of the filling get like, I don't know what I'm doing. So what I did settle on is every couple of days I'll switch it and I'll bring the bottom of the duvet to my chinny chin chin and the, the top of the duvet to my toey toe toes. Or sometimes I'll just do it on a... 45 degree basis because I said, is this thing square or not? I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, but last night my sheet got disarrayed. I didn't even know it. I lost my sheet. I said, sorry. Because instead of getting out of bed and readjusting, I just tried to put my feet up and readjust my comforter that way. It wasn't very effective. So again, I guess it was on me. Like I made, uh, I assumed that somehow the, uh, I don't know, the, who do we call it? The, the du, Duvet Fairy or the Duvet, the du, Duvet, the Comforter Queen would come and, you know, redistribute it and shake it and fluff it back out. But really, I fall, I've fallen out of the habit of making my bed in the morning. Today I did because my sheet was crumbled up on the side of me. And I said, what do you, like, uh, my sheet was spooning me in some sense. And I said, no, 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 that's not our relationship. You're supposed to be a nice soothing layer between the two. You know, we work together as a team. So that's, I mean, just one of the things that goes on. In my, <laughs> one of the few things that goes on in my bed at night uh, is my all my bedding has a giant laugh at my expense. Uh, uh, oh, boy. But it, uh, so... Uh, it, yeah, I can, it can hear my sheet talking about, like I said, somebody's got to spoon you, man. Like, uh, I just felt, I said, okay, well, I appreciate the effort there. I really do. Uh, holy, my, my, my subconscious must be working. They say, well, that's what's happening. I say, okay, well. So, uh, anyway, so I'm glad you're here. Like I said, I'm a human being. This is the kind of stuff I go through. Maybe you're going through something similar or something different. Maybe you could relate on the emotive level uh, or emotional level, you say, man, even when it's easy, even, you know, so I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can take your mind off stuff, keep you company. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. Sleep With Me is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. All right, everybody. It is time to talk about tonight's sponsor, ZocDoc. And I don't know if you're one of those people that decides to treat yourself to something nice every once in a while. I mean, because we all deserve it, right? 
Maybe you're getting a pedicure and you opt for that 10-minute foot massage. Oh, boy. Instead of having coffee at home, you go down to that latte shop and you have them whip you up something nice. Well, why is it, you know, those treats are so important. But when it comes to finding a doctor, most of us just settle. And that's when it comes to our health, right? Well, that's where ZocDoc comes in. It's a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top-tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. And we're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance or locate near you and treat basically any condition you're looking for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You know, I've searched for doctors using ZocDoc. I've heard from listeners who've used ZocDoc, and I think you should check it out too. Go to ZocDoc.com sleep and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top a doctor today. That's zocdoc.com slash sleep. That's zocdoc.com slash sleep. So download that ZocDoc app, use it, and let me know about it. Thanks, everybody. Alrighty, buddy. Scoots here, and you might have heard me talking in the intro. I had like this idea. I think the intro was, uh, the, the, and I said, well, I'd like to lock this idea down, but it's probably already a thing. Oh, catschasingstuff.com. And so what I did was I called up uh, the the Kuzak uh, the, the family and uh, I told them about my idea. And they said, well, because they said, you're designers, you know, you've been on the show a few times, you know, you, you, this is maybe could we work? And they said, well, tell us more. And I said, well, you know, if it was a website, it would be, you know, constant videos of cats chasing stuff around. And they said, well, that's called YouTube. Uh, and I said, oh. And then I said, well, uh, and they said, what would our role in it be? And I said, well, like uh, you'd have, you'd ha- you, um, and they said, right. And I, I said, because I said, well, and they, I said, they said, tell us more. Other, And I said, then I just tell you everything you need to hear in those mumbles. And they said, yeah, but we need you to understand it better. And I said, well, and I, and I already realized they got me in, a, in, in what can be a universal moment uh, or a universal moment we kind of are both participate in on both ends of it. And I know a lot of you are younger than me, so you haven't really talked on a te- like a telephone before, like what do you call that landline? And you know, unfortunately, the days of newspapers have kind of waned of people reading the newspaper at home. But there still are there are very similar things which we're going to see here coming up. Which I guess is a spoiler that we did work something out with the Kuzaks, but it's the like the um. 
memory it usually happens on the phone, but it can happen in person. Though in person, the person you're talking to has an advantage of body language and facial expressions and, and sound effects and stuff and a little bit more context. But it's when someone, and, and there's a long form of this, which kids do a lot and it gets joked about, like they give you a recap. And I've talked about this before, that it is inspiration is like they give you a recap of a book or a movie that's longer. Than, they say, wow, you should have seen this episode of Buffy. Can't wait to tell you about it. And then they say, well, wasn't the, like, then two hours later, you say, wasn't the episode? And you say, oh, I love you so much. Thanks for sharing. You know, that's what I should say. But the more smaller one is like when someone it tries to explain something to you on the phone that's funny to them. And I guess like when it's in person, I know it does, I'm not the most, I'm not a good person. So let's just put that out there. I'm not perfect. Okay. I'm not, uh, not always generous and kind when they explain to you what a YouTube video is and then they show it to you and then they keep going. You say, okay, can you just text me a link of what I can like, uh, but what what I was thinking of is, and I won't name the friend, but we used to always joke, is that he would read, he, we would get on the phone. You know, this is just a childhood I lived in. I was all, like, I love talking on the phone, and, and particularly middle school and high school with people. But one of my friends, we I would talk to him on the phone. He would talk to my, our, our other friends on the phone. We didn't have group chat or whatever. But he would always, like, he, he would love to explain, like, the latest, that day's Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, and he would walk us through the panels, each person, I guess, or whatever person he thought would make it. He, he, and and it, it was always one of those things where it doesn't translate to the telephone. A Calvin and Hobbes comic strip and, and also your personal relationship with it. Like, I guess that would be the healthy way to say, whoa, just tell me about how it impacted you. Oh, boy, you sound excited about that comic strip. I mean, it gets more rounded person would say, oh, okay, I'll like, oh, tell me more about what you enjoyed about it. But usually they would say, okay, so in the first strip, like Calvin's in a wagon, right? Uh, you know that wagon? And uh, he think he's, but he's pretending, oh, no, no, that's the second strip. No, that's the last. Oh, sorry, I don't have it in front of me. And they see so in the first strip, uh, Calvin's in a like, uh, like, oh no, that's no, that was a Peanuts comic. That's how I guess I would do it. And you see, and then Hobbes says, uh, in all wagons, must, uh, you know, eventually all wagons need someone to pull, like, I don't know, could you end cute, like, where it's like in every wagon. Needs a friend to pull it. That would be the end of a Calvin and Hobbes book or The Week or any other comic. Far, far side. I don't even know what, like, uh, those are the ubiquitous car, comic strips. Uh, it was like Calvin and Hobbes, Far Side, Bizarro, uh, and then the, like, uh, the Doonesbury ones. Boondocks, I guess like Bizarro and Boondocks would be the most modern, like, see, I've heard of those two scoots, but none of the other ones you talk, and I say, okay, understandable, it's, I understand. Anyway, so in that vein, in that, so we've all experienced that, and we've all done it before, we probably don't even know we're doing it, you say, oh boy, you see, so... 
and I and I've always thought that was be perfect for a sleep podcast, but I never had the right context until I called the Kuzaks and they said no, thank you. But they said we do have a cousin Luke who uh, is a lot like you, and Luke loves cat like cat memes. Uh, so maybe you could have Luke on to just describe cat memes to people or or cats that could be memed. And I said, okay, sounds good. So I guess without further ado now, I'd like to introduce Luke Kuzak of the Kuzak family. Cousin Luke, they call him. Sorry, I got to boot up my Notion workspace here first, so I got everything for Luke to go on. Okay, so here we go, Luke. So without further ado, you got Luke Kuzak of the Kuzak family. Take it away, Luke. Oh, thanks, Scooter. Uh, really, I feel like you and I are so closely related, and I'm really excited to talk about these uh, cat memes and memeable cats because it's just something, you know, that's been around and uh, is important to me. So we're going to start out at suddenlycat.com. So that way everybody can reference these later on. And we're given, uh, maybe, well, okay, this is, I guess, where we're going to start. And this one is called uh, The Ten Most Famous Cat Memes As of 2020. Sorry, Luke, I don't want to interrupt you, but I forgot uh, that it was like uh, I got carried away. I wanted to dedicate this episode to Smush and Shannon, uh, Smush the Cat and uh, Shannon, because. Uh, Smush's mom, because, you know, they listen to podcasts sometimes. And, you know, when you talk about cutest cats uh, or cats that I have the most familiarity with on the Internet, like famous Internet cats, uh, Smush is the most famous cat to me. And also Smush and uh, Shannon are really nice. So thanks. thanks So this goes out to them, hopefully, but I don't know how it's going to go. That's another reason why I kind of forgot to dedicate it to them, because I haven't heard you in action, Luke. Thanks, Scooter. I'm sure you haven't heard me in action at all. But we're going through the 10 most famous cat memes as of 2020 from Suddenly Cat. That's where we're starting. And, of course, it makes you think of Grumpy Cat, which makes me think of Scooter, which makes me think of Rocky the Cat, another cat way up there in the the, the, the great uh, place where cats, like, uh, you know, where cats roam, if they want to roam around the world, is Rocky the Cat, who Scooter worked with for a while, even though Scooter's allergic to cats. Uh, so, so, so that's like Rocky and... Uh, Grumpy Cat looked a lot like they're the same type of cat. Uh, and Rocky was a bit of a grouch. Uh, so it opens with number 10, which is a cat that somebody put some human hands, uh, like Halloween hands on. And uh, then that became a thing. This cat looks particularly exasperated. So it kind of looks like it's a cat that looks like it's frowning. I guess. This is Scooter. This is going to be tougher than I thought it was. Uh, then there's number nine, an overly attached cat. Now, this cat, it looks like its eyes may be faked. Its pupils are fully dilated, and it has like a, it has a very cute pink nose. Its ears are back uh, because its eyes are open so wide. 
and it looks like it has a bit of a smile, but kind of an acceptance, uh, expectant smile, which kind of plays into the meme, which is the cat is overly attached. So it did something really nice for you, but uh, probably was, uh, wasn't as respectful of your boundaries as a cat should be. Uh, so a lot of the memes play on that and they're pretty funny. It says here, it's as old as 2014 or even earlier. Wide eye cat. Oh, that has been photoshopped to smile, giving it an extra eager look. That's from suddenlycat.com. And, uh, it says it also plays because the cat looks so cute. Uh, but a little bit, I guess it has like a little bit of naive, like, oh, I didn't realize that would bother you. But you say, did you not really realize that? Uh, and then number eight is a cat, uh, uh, which is a cat, like I can't say, like a, a cat that's been slightly surprised in a, like a, like October type way. Some would say scaredy cat, uh, but without the why. And this one, according to the article, became prominent in 2010. It's grown over the years, peaked in 2019. And it's cat. It's a cat. It's, it looks like it may be photoshopped as well because it, we're not fully dilated pupils, but the pupils are kind of like olives looking down. And then the cat has a look like uh, it's been surprised. Its ears are up, so it says a look like, oh, boy, did you just surprise me in a non-positive way. But usually, I don't know, I guess it can just, some of the memes kind of seem to play on just that fact. Uh, uh, and then some have more, like, of a bit more of a punchline. Uh, some are simple, straightforward punchline, and some are not. Uh, fairly simple yet effective, funny meme. Due to the easy usage for a myriad of situations. Then the next one so I never saw this one either. This is a cat uh, with, a, with a coffee poo. Cat with coffee poo. And the cat is going up a set of wooden stairs. It looks like the kind of stairs you'd have going down in the East Coast. I don't know, in the Midwest, if you have basements. Uh, we don't have them in California, really. But where you go down the wooden plank stairs. Uh, but the cat's going up the stairs, unless it's going down in reverse. And it looks like it's coughing. Even its tongue is coming out. Uh, and uh, this is a cat that 2018 was posted. It's a photoshopped cat. Uh, and the first meme, according to this, was this. Like, hey, this is uh, what ki 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 like how ki little kids cough. Uh, and, you know, it's not trying to cover its mouth. Uh, and it became very popular. It even got, you know, made into different products. Uh, and it's kind of cute, but it is like, a, it kind of looks like a toddler coughing. It does. Then we have another wide-eyed cat. This one has your typical cat eyes. Uh, they're not dilated. They're like whatever the opposite of dilated is. And they are in the cat eye type shape as opposed to round Maybe that's a giveaway. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about cat eyes. Uh, but this one is another cat under like a little A-N-X-I-E-T-Y-C -I -I cat. Uh, this goes all the way back to a demotivational poster from 2007. 
Its eyes are wide, but its pupils aren't dilated. The cat is, uh, it has like a kind of like a midnight type of fur. One ear is, its ears are going back and it's like, uh, it's like, like, oh no, I hit send would be what this, the look you might have on your face. Uh, or they kind of say, oh boy. Uh, like two, it's, uh, popularized with the yellow and purple background on Tumblr, peaked in 2011 on Tumblr. Meme usually starts with the situation and then plays off the cat's reaction. Uh, and it's popular because many of the reactions or feelings are exaggerated, but also relatable, which was what makes it funny. And the cat's also cute. It looks like it's sitting up straight, too, but it's only showing the cat's head as opposed to, like, the cat's head's cropped out. It's cropped into a different situation. As I said, like the purple, like those purple motivational posters or whatever. And next one up here is cat with watering eyes. Uh, the cat's a little down, uh. And this meme first appeared in 2014, not from an anonymous meme generator, reached its peak in 2019. The original features a cat, which is photoshopped, according to this, to look teary-eyed and inconsolable. But it became a trend that featured other cats. Uh, and it exaggerated. This I like how I explain. This has even helped me explain, explain. Uh, why it's funny, exaggerates sadness, this is quoting from suddenlycat.com, of everyday experiences that people can easily relate to. So it, it just this is similar to, uh, well, I guess maybe not similar to the uh, Michael Jordan. Sometimes it's similar. But yeah, it might say like this one, for, I don't know if this is the original. Oh, this is linking something from Know Your Meme which I guess we could go to next after we get through this, even though I have a lot of other stuff ready for you, Scooter. But yeah, like when a TV show, final episode of a TV show, when you're down uh, and you can relate, uh, that's the that's cat that could express your feelings for you. Next one is a mouth breather, but it's not a mouth breather because the cat seems like it's a nose, nose breather, but it's called the heavy breathing cat. Uh, this is a big, poofy cat. Uh, I would say jowly because I don't know how else to describe it. It's looking up like when people do, some people do their profile pictures that way. I don't know what it's called when you're looking up at a, like you're pretending to look up at a, like a, some floating, you know, heavenly object or whatever. But you're looking off to the side. So you're not looking at the camera. You're looking up to the upper left or the upper right of the camera. Usually, sometimes it'd be like somebody that's running for something or kind of, I don't know, real. I don't know how to describe it because I'm not good at describing stuff. But then at the, underneath it says heavy breathing. So you put the meme on top. Uh, appearing in late 2013, reaching peak popularity in March 2014, this meme was often used in response to mouth-watering food. Uh, because it just has the cat with a breathing thing. But then it's been repurposed, you know, to say like, oh, if you're talking to somebody when you're cru you're somebody you have a crush on. A lot of the cat memes are based on, you know, running into somebody you have a crush on. Then we got number three is polite cat. Uh, 
And this cat is looking up at, it's on a wooden floor or wooden table. And it's looking up, it has dilated pupils. So I guess that is photoshopped. Maybe the cat has like a, like its mouth is perfect in a perfectly straight line. And it's giving full attention, even though it's lying down, looking up. Uh, and this is from 2018. Uh, we've got, uh, gathered like a bunch of points on one site. Uh, uh, people liked how polite it looked and started to create multiple variations as a photograph, uh, doesn't say it's Photoshop, but then other people created other versions of the cat, uh, like about acting nice when you don't want to, suck it up, according to suddenlycat.com. Oh, and though the cat's Photoshop face is a little unnatural, it sums up how one feels in circumstances. Uh, so forced politeness cat, I would say. Then grumpy cat, the famous one, tartar sauce. 2012 uh, on Reddit, then a million views on uh, Imager, and uh, some of the previous entries were photoshopped, uh, but Tartar just has an extremely grumpy face, so which is why the cat became a legend. And there's like a lot of, even the first meme uh, is very funny about Valentine's Day and saying, just remember that every day is like that. Uh, eventually, had a website, social media accounts, over a million followers, and then went to the great cat place in the sky. That was number two, because number one is still going, I think. Uh, and that's uh, uh, RHBH, is that what it is? I, I don't know, real, uh, RHOB. H R H O B H, uh, uh, person raising their voice and pointing at cats. And if you've, yeah, if you've used it, uh, the, that's like, uh, from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Taylor season two, that was December, 2011 is the first picture. And she seems very upset with somebody and she's pointing and kind of yell crying. And then a cat named smudge is sitting at a proper, Fancy table. That picture's from 2018, which was already popular because it looks like uh, the cat uh, smudge is like sitting down. It looks like a, some sort of a salad type dish. Now that I'm looking at it, it doesn't look like a fancy table. It's got a, but it, it, it looks fancy for a cat. But it was in 2019 that the two items were put together by a missing e-girl and that's where it blew up uh, and just got more and more popular and, and uh, used as a meme got meme memefied i guess and the court let's have another i'll explain it through somebody explaining it the meme was used to depict exaggerated reactions in a dumbfounded person listening or some someone pretending to be dumbfounded uh, however, it's off, also evolved as a response to poorly thought out signs. Uh, so that's the first list we have. I don't know if we should click through here to this know your meme cat thing, just because I don't want to get too distracted, but I do want to see what it is. So let's just see what comes up. Knowyourmeme.com. 
Oh, this one is just crying cat images. So it's a lot of crying cat images, but Scooter has us, you know, working here. So I do want to respect that. And the next one we'll go into is just a Pinterest pin. And hopefully it opens up. I don't know. It did not. So let me figure out how to do this here, Scooter. Okay, there we go here. Maybe not, though. Okay, so this one is from Cheeseburgers. It's a Pinterest pin from Cheeseburger. Oh, no, but this is going to be another more like it because we don't have the... um. So this will be good because Scooter said, yeah, this is interesting. So we'll just put this link. There's the first one is a cat with its eyes closed in the profile. The cat has very big ears and it has headphones in and it's sleeping. So you could put almost anything. Cute, peaceful look on its face. Uh, then there's a cat that's uh, been photoshopped to look like a muscle-bound person, like a cute cat face on a muscle-bound person. There's a lot of these ones. I call them standing cat images. Uh, there's another one where the cat looks almost like a weeble wobble, and its feet are poking out. It's very uh, tubular. And it's a looking down a little bit like if you, like it got dressed up in some sort of uh, suit and then said, okay, now you got to go down like some sort of ceremony. They have to attend that they don't want to. Then we got a couple cat and bird, cat and parrot pictures here. One is a parrot standing upright, looking out and the cat is on, the parrot is on the inside and there's a cat on the outside ready to rumble, but the cat, you know, there's a big glass door between them. So the parrot has a stern look on its face because I think it's aware of that it is in a safe place. And the cat may be less aware or says, I'm waiting. Then there's a cuter version, which is what looks like a parrot giving a piggyback back ride to a, a, a kitten. And the kitten's eyes are kind of wide, and it's getting, it is on the back of a parrot. It looks peaceful, but I don't know, like, uh, if it is. Then we have some cats together memes, or pictures. These are just pictures that could be memed one day. Uh, these two are two cats sitting on a piece of Ikea furniture in front of other stuff, uh, one cat is a little bit shorter. It's leaning back, like it's been taken aback, or it's thinking of what the person, the other cat said, which is kind of like a tigery type cat who's leaning forward. I don't know. It doesn't look quite like it's mansplaining or cat-splaining, but it could be. Uh, then we have two cats uh, underneath a sink. Like one cat seemed like it was about to have a drink of water. Its face is turned above, towards us. But then there's another cat licking from the faucet with its head on top of the other cat, like kind of cutting it off. And the cat on the bottom says, I was just trying to drink some water. Now you're putting your head on me and taking the water I was about to drink. Uh, kind of like a sibling rivalry type moment. Uh, then we have, uh, two cats sitting, Scooter, I don't know, is this, is this still working? Yeah, keep going. I think, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm barely, oh, here's a, here's one of a cat. It looks like its eyes are photoshopped, that it's a little sad. 
and it's taking a bite of uh, pepperoni pizza. Looks a little bit too fake. Uh, then smudge, just smudge. Then one of a cat in a big flower, a cat or a kitten poking its head out of a flower pot. And another one, like its paws up on the flower pot looking in. Uh, another sibling rivalry. These could be kittens. Uh, oh, there's three, three, oh, no, there's four cats in this picture. But there's one cat looking at the camera. And it has a very human face. Uh or expression, but it's sitting on top of a cat uh, with its hands over the other cat's eyes. Kind of like, looks like it is. they were either play fighting or it's just like, hey, I'm going to use you as my thing. Then there's other two other cats though, in the background sleeping. Some of these are like videos that are even more sleepy if you don't watch the video. There's one of a cat in bed. And then there's some sort of dancing, but it's not dancing for us, lighted up uh, cactus with eyes. So I'm sure the cat's about to go after it. Then there's a cat, like, dressed up, uh, standing with its hands on its hips. Uh, I think that's part of the outfit. Uh, Oh, like the outfit's put on the front of the cat. So it looks like, uh, I don't know, it has some sort of, it has like a blue... But the cat is saying, I don't know, it's interesting. Then there's another cat with its fake polite smile, that that thing. I see they crying at, there's a cat like that looks like a baked potato. And uh, it also has butter on it and it's, it's sitting in a foil bed and it's crying. Then there's a cat that looks like uh, it's shouting and its arms are wide. And it's saying, hey, what in the hey, hey. There's one, uh, some of these can't be real, Scooter. There's a crying chihuahua. There's a cat uh, staring at a Christmas tree bulb. And, uh, okay, hey, hey, uh, Luke, let's um, co- go to another one with a little bit more. I don't mean to interrupt you, but... Uh, I got it, Scooter. I got it. It was I was getting like uh, two Cal- two Calvin and Hobbesy, huh? Yeah. Why don't you bring up your next website that you did your research on? Okay, thanks, Scooter. This is from PetNaturals.com blog of Vermont uh, uh, from 2013, and it's their picks for the ten best cat memes of all time. And the first one is. Uh, Happy cat. It's a gray cat. It looks very happy, very famous. This is number one they started with. Uh, and it's the one that says, I can has a cheeseburger. Or you could do it in more more of its voice. Uh, it's where, from a series where cats use lulspeak speak uh, uh, from 2007. And uh, that's number one. Number two is Grumpy Cat, and this one they're saying, I had fun once. It was awful. And Grumpy Cat's actually in the lap as like uh, someone in uh, jean shorts, at least in that one. Uh, three is one of the favorites here at Pet Naturals, known also known as Sophisticated Cat. Uh, they call it I Should Buy a Boat Cat. 
And it's a cat in a three-piece suit with a tea and a newspaper sitting up, uh, looking forward, thinking. And it says, I should buy a boat. Uh, and they also like that it has anthropomorphic quality. The next one is Invisible Bike Cat, uh, which, inv- according to Pat Naturals, spurred a whole slew of invisible memes, invisible high jump, invisible shopping cart, invisible sandwich. But this one, the cat must be jumping, and it's in front of a mirror, which I think adds to it. But it looks like it's in mid-jump that it's riding an invisible bike, maybe even an invisible what are those things called? A unicycle or something? Or one of the big, you know, something like that. Uh, number five on Pet Naturals is Colonel Meow. He's got, this is a very long-haired gray cat. And it says, yes, I am judging you. Its eyes are narrowed. It has like a nocturnal quality to the cat. Like it might be flying through the night, you know, on wings at night, uh, but very furry, so popular. It was interviewed by Anderson Cooper. Then there's Chemistry Cat, uh, and they say not, they're so like not sure where this came from, but it's like a a meme that provides opportunity to make corny jokes. So the cat has bow tie and glasses on, round Harry Potter esque glasses. Uh, it's a furry, furry uh, kind of. Uh, I don't know what color you'd call that. Eggshell colored cats. Uh, back behind it is a chalkboard with a bunch of stuff on there, including milk squared. Mouse over divided by cheese. Cheese squared over something cubed. Uh, and then in front of the cat is a notebook where similar taking notes to what's on there. A little dog or toy or something. And then different beakers and tubes and stuff with different liquids and this one's funny it says trying to think of a good chemistry pun then it has chemistry cat and it says all the good ones argon argon a-g-r-o-n so that one's funny then cat holding another cat uh holding it back uh and they're in front of like what looks like a wheelbarrow or a bike holder and it says don't do it carl and the one cat has it, it looks like it has its arms around the cat. It only has one arm around it, but the cat's back for makes it look like another arm, like it's holding the cat around with both its arms. It's very cute. Both cats are looking at something off camera. It says, don't do it, Carl. You're on your ninth life. Uh, adorable meme, the pet naturals calls it. Looking in the same direction, limitless, limitless array of potential meme captions in a different, in addition to, uh, don't chase their, another one of their favorites is don't chase the laser, Carl. It's what the humans want. Uh, next up is, uh, business cats. This is a classic, uh, it's another poster one. Cats wide eyed. It has a collar and a, 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 a tie on and like uh, wide-eyed sitting up uh, in the meme they chose is, I need you to stay late tonight. And then business cats staring just to the left of us. Uh, and it says, we really have to catch that red dot. And like, you could be saying, okay, or whatever. Uh, 
business can't cannot be, is a classic could not be left off our list. Uh, uh, then next one, number nine is ceiling cat, which is like a piece of wallboard. It looks like it's a ceiling, but it could be just wallboard. Uh, and it's looking through there. It's looking through a square hole in the wallboard or the ceiling and it's staring down like, hidey ho neighbor or whatever. But it says ceiling cat is watching you neighborino. And Pat Natural says a popular cat meme features a feline peering through a hole in the ceiling. It also spawned a similar character, Basement Cat. Fans of this meme may be surprised to learn that's looking through a hole in sheetrock. Figured that out. But it does look like it's looking down on us from the ceiling. And the last one is called a Hipster Kitty. So this is pretty dated, I think. Uh, But... uh, it's, uh, let me read this one. I've never seen this one before. Hipster Kitty has been reblogged hundreds of times. Uh, according to Know Your Meme, it has spawned over 800 variations. This image created by Craig Wheat, a Portland artist, is, uh, parroting. So it's a cat, uh, and, uh, it's set against a, like a, like a, a solid, two solid color backdrop. And the cat seems to have glasses and a, I don't know, hood scarf on. And it says 87 degrees. Let me get my scarf. So you have to excuse me as like, don't I don't get that one. But uh, I don't know. Are they saying that hipsters are always cold or I don't know. So that's Pet Naturals. Then we're going to go to Best Life Online's uh, Hundred funniest meme cats ever. Maybe we should save that one for the end. Yeah, we'll go to boardpanda.com. This one's from nine months ago. And uh, it's like a 30, 30th of the funniest uh, uh, internet famous cat pics, but they're illustrated by Tactoon Cat. Uh, so then again, you can enjoy it on two levels. And the first one is a cat standing up straight uh, and uh, very straight. Its arms are down. It's a very thin cat, and it looks like it's getting written a ticket from, like, a parking person. And this one says, uh, kitten memes are versatile. This is from Board Panda. Uh, Some, you know, different ones. uh, Oh, it doesn't really say anything, but... uh, the second one is a cat up against a mirror. Maybe its its mouth is so wide, like it's hugging itself, but hugging itself uh, from a cat it hasn't seen in a hundred years, or that it's like it just won some giant award. A cat's face could be described as unbelievably ecstatic. And it's pressed up against a mirror. Both its arms are wide, so... And then, yeah, it's cool to see it uh, illustrated in these illustrations. Number three is a cat under a bed looking through the bed. Like, its eyes are perfectly lined up with... This one gets funnier, actually, Scooter, the more I look at it. So the cat is underneath the bed, and then it's it's lined up with, like, two holes in the bed frame... Uh, you know, where the, it's an adjustable bed frame. So the cat's like looking straight through the holes at us. 
and uh, like kind of I'm watching you, or we're playing. You could, or it could be like you could do a hiding hide and seek meme, or you could just laugh at it. According to Board Panda, Tacatoon Cat uh, creates cat drawings almost daily. Has 115 followers. Uh, first po- post of the first drawing in 2019. The next one is a uh, is a cat looking up at a bird. It's it looks like it's outside by an outdoor outlet, uh, and it's a, a, a all black midnight cat. Uh, it's sitting on all four paws and then it's staring up in a, a like white uh, to off white type uh, parrot type bird is uh, sitting on its head looking at the cat too and the cat's like what the heck don't go number two kind of is the look on its face the next one this is an amazing one i've never seen before two scooter this is a like a a boot of a car or not a boot but a a hatchback full of uh what are those not pumpkins uh watermelons uh, and the more rounded watermelons not as much oblong watermelons there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen that you can see so there's presumably 20 or more watermelons there's a coffee mug and then there's other stuff like the people are going on a road trip to a picnic but the, and they're in charge of bringing the watermelons maybe a pool noodle or something and the cat there's a, so then then there's a cat standing and it, one hand is on a watermelon and the cat's standing like where the uh, latch would come down for the um for the what do you call it and there's even a, a broomstick holding up the hatchback for the cat's loving the cat's safety but the cat has the most aggressive look on its face I've ever seen. Like, do not like it's like like it's a guardian of the watermelon cat, cat, cat watermelon cat, and that the cat is smart enough to realize how like delicate the watermelons are. So that one's pretty cute. Then there's an, another one. The next one is like. A, a gray cat, a human's holding its arm. Almost looks like you could you could infer that the human's pulling the cat away, or that it's just holding the cat at a distance. Or I would like if there wasn't what's below the cat, I'd say, oh, it's teaching the cat how to dance. And actually, it, the cartoons are cool. You should look at them because they have kind of a different take, kind of on the expressions, or like you say, oh, that's how you were seeing it. I see it differently, kind of thing, which is cool. But the cat's looking down. It's standing on like what looks like a fresh catch of fish, uh, like for straight from the sea. But the cat cannot reach the fish because of the way the human is holding it, and that the cat's standing up on two legs. So the cat's kind of just staring at the fish, like for in a forlorn way, like because the human's keeping him uh, away from it. Uh, then I don't know how many are we doing, 10 of these? Uh, the next one is, like, so cute, I can't even believe it exists. Uh, it's a, is that a goose or a duck? I think it's a duck, a white duck. It's got a big bill, it webbed feet. It's leaning forward towards the camera, and on its back is a scrawny baby kitten saying... Let's go for a ride, like uh, fly, you know, come on. It's so cute. Uh, 
or it said, wherever you're going, I'm going. Uh, then the next one is a cat outdoors, uh, and like what looks like, and this is just my projection, a very, like a nice, like outdoor area. It just, all you can see is a fence and some, like, uh, a few different plants, but this really looks like somebody that takes care of their yard or it's at a museum or something, or at least I don't live there. There's, there's a plant like that starts with an S that's good for air. There's some wheat. It looks like maybe a baby maple or something. There's grass, there's rocks, there's lights. But the cat itself is an extremely furry, I don't know if that's what tabby is or brindle. I don't know, that's what they always say when I color my dog is brindle. And I say, sorry, what? Is, I don't know what that means. Uh, but the cat is so furry that you can't delineate any of its body shape. Uh, and the cat is clearly crying out. Uh, now, it could be singing horribly off-key. That would be the the softer way to interpret it. Or it could have just learned, you know, let's say that person you had a crush on, you know, just married your best friend or whatever, you know, something like that. Uh, or you just dropped, you know, you just bought a phone and then you dropped it on a rock kind of you look. But also that it could be singing is another way to do it, to say that's a softer one. The next one, holy mackerel, I've never seen this one either. Uh, in the comment says, proves that cats are liquid, which is a great descriptor. So this is a plastic box, like a plastic drawer from some sort of like, not even Ikea level furniture, like one of the ones you even have before you get Ikea furniture that I still have stuff of. Uh, that's like, you get it somewhere else. that's just like pl all plastic, like clear plastic drawer. And, uh, but the cat is in the drawer looking up and it's so furry that it looks like it was, it's liquefied and it has this like, a uh, look on its face that is just, uh, and you can see one, one of its teeth poking out. It's like, it's just very funny. I know this is so sleepy because it doesn't interpret. Oh, we still have more. Okay, I don't know if this is a top 20 list. The next one is a gentleman sitting on his kitchen floor, and a kitten is eating or drinking, and he's so happy. His hands are just, like, up against his chin, and he's leaning in, and he just has full joy, like, watching the cat uh, eat. The next one is a cat on a couch reaching out, uh with two arms, like, and its cat food is on the floor, out of its reach. Uh, like, it's like the cat is so, like, when you, we've all done that, you try to reach for your drink, and you're on the couch, and you can't reach it, and you're like, oh. Like, the cat is trying to reach for its food so it can eat on the couch and watch TV or something, and it can't quite reach it. The next one, someone put Laser Kitty. I've never seen this one, but it's a big cat, uh, or very furry cat. On its back, on a like a like a what do you call those? Like not a like a floor that could be wooden or it could be whatever you call linoleum, laminate they call it. And the cat is like looking at the camera with a wild cat look, but on its belly is like either a beam of sunlight or flashlight or laser. Not not a laser. It looks like some sort of a super laser, 
But uh, it does look like it could be sunlight just because it's really lighting the cat's uh, lighting the cat up. And the cat looks like it's enjoying it. Then we have the cat, the O-S-H-I-T cat-esque thing. But this cat is caught in the um, blinds. Like it uh, maybe made a jump or something. It's hanging uh, exactly from the blinds, like on its belly down. So it's halfway through the blinds. Uh, the next one is a cat with its legs shaved, its front legs shaved, uh, so it just looks like, uh, I don't know, uh, the person that commented, but short skirt cat. Okay, the next one after that is a cat with gigantic teeth. Uh, this one is cute. I like this one a lot. Uh, it's, so there's a pumpkin in the foreground, the pumpkin has a very long stem, and then the cat it has its head sideways and is, like, biting on the stem, like, almost like it's using it to clean its teeth or to practice, just, like, because it's enjoying it. I mean, the cat definitely looks like it's enjoying it, uh, and the cat just has really big teeth, uh, but it also is, like, uh, for someone with, like, because I used to always, you know, I chew on stuff all the time. I get it. I say, I get this. I get you, man. Okay, number 16 is a cat sitting in a tree. Very furry cat. It's four, It's like sitting sp- spread around. Can't even see it. You can only see its bottom legs. Uh, I think its arms are up against it. And it's asleep like in the crook of a tree with its head against the... the, the it's perfectly nestled, I would say. And its head's against the... Um, what is that? The trunk. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay, a couple more here. The next one is uh, a cat that looks like it's singing into a microphone. Its mouth is open, and it's in front of a microphone, and it looks like it's singing. It's very cute, though. Sorry, I lost the page there. That was so cute. I, my, my thumb misfired. Oh, this is 30. We won't make it through all 30. But we'll go to 20, and then you can link through and skate yourself, because Scooter only told, you know, I... So the cat looks like it's singing. That one's cute. Then 18 is a cat, uh, a kitten, not a cat. It looks like it's in a car above a box, uh, and it has, um, what is that thing called, like that people lie down in and, and they can sleep in there. Not a ukulele and not an umbrella. Oh, I forgot what it's called. You get, oh, hammock, but it's like a, a mask, uh, that a lot of people are familiar with now. Uh, and the kittens in the mask is sleeping like it's a hammock and it's so cute and peaceful. Then the next one, oh boy, that one we got to skip because it's like, a, it looks like a cat posing for a magazine uh, that you can, that don't exist anymore. Then the next one, perfect one to end on is a cat looking up at past the camera expectantly at someone with a not just an innocent look on its face, uh, but like, I don't even know how to describe the look on its face, uh, but hanging from its lower lip is like uh, some sort of salamander. And I don't know, the cat's, it's not like the cat is covering it up. It's like, what do you, like, almost like, what do you mean there's a salamander or something? Wasn't I don't have anything. I wasn't in your pet salamander collection. 
And I guess we do have to do 21 because it's so, uh, so lovely. So 21 is a kitten in a, in a sink, uh, covered in foam, holding on to the sink with a smile on its face saying, I love getting a tubby, which is rare. Uh, it just looks like a perfectly happy cat covered in foam. So that's it. And, and your scooter told me, and you're just, if you, if you're still here, you know, think of that happy cat in the foam enjoying its tubby and think of that kitten rocking back and forth in its hammock, slowly drifting off into dreamland. Good night. All right. I want to thank everybody who became a patron recently. Sam, C, and Christine. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Caitlin, Marie, and Dave. Thank you. Thanks. 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 And good night. Colin, Ree, and Dante. Thank you. Thanks. 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 And good night. Bonnie, David, and Amber. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Liz, David C, and David S. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And good night. Brian, Charlotte, and Donald, thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Kathy, Brendan, and Sammy, thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Tammy, Emma, and Jessica, thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. Maureen, Cassandra, and Sarah, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Effie, Rich, and Luke, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Katie, Haley, and Chris, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Catherine, Rebecca, and John, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Margaret, Catherine, and Christine, thank you, thanks, and good night. Elizabeth S., Elizabeth, and Laura, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Katie, Shana, and Lachlan, thank you, thanks, 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 and good night. LKC, Lewis, and Jacqueline, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. And I, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. And uh, the Sleeping exists because the people who support the show directly, either sponsors or by being a member or patron. And uh, uh, we grow as a show by people spreading the word, not just about sleeping with me, but about podcasts in general. So spreading the word about podcasts is huge. And uh, that's it. What do you say? Oh, I tell you a little bit about the referral program here. Thanks. All right, everybody, Scoots here talking you in with this month in uh, Sleep With Me Plus, uh, audio news. Uh, we got a referral program going. If you want to sign up for that, you can always do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash refer. I'm going to run through all the content we put out um, this month on Sleep With Me Plus. If you're still waiting to transition on Patreon to Sleep With Me Plus, you got most of this stuff, too. And uh, first, I'm gonna start with uh, like the the podcast, the bonus uh, podcast uh, on Sleep with Me Plus, and I'm gonna go in reverse. So this Saturday, uh, Posty's got a new series that comes out on uh, uh, every other Saturday, just about, and it's called Welcome to Scooterville, and he's real. People are really excited about this. Those are Posty Super Deluxe episodes. Everybody that supports the show gets those in the bonus feed, and they're really fun. They're really cool. And really creative. Uh, some people like listening to him during the day. Some people fall asleep to him. On last Thursday, TNG First Contact Part 2 came out for Boar Friends and Boar Besties. And uh, so it was coverage, two, two, uh, two-part coverage in January and February. 
bonus episode covering the Star Trek The Next Generation movie contact, uh, first contact, excuse me, uh, then Saturday, uh, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm scrolling too fast, sorry, um, yeah, then Saturday, February 3rd was another posty Super Deluxe, welcome to Scooterville episode, and, uh, yeah, that was all, everything in the bonus content feed, I think we got one more bonus, uh, we got, um, some other stuff coming out. All intro, all night episodes. This is for uh, Boar Buds and Boar Besties. Uh, it was deep value. And uh, uh, I don't know what the p- p- Patreon tiers were anymore. Deep value and ultimate value or something. So we had an all intro episode come out February 8th. Uh, and Big Farm in the Sky PI. All night episodes, uh, the six episodes, six or 13, that was part two, six hours and 18 minutes of big farm in the sky PI. And then, yeah, this week, uh, another all intro episode will come out. Another all intro episode came out on, uh, February, January 26th or 28th. I can't read that. Okay. And then the story only feed and the ad free feed on sleep with me plus you know the the story only episodes and the um ad free full episodes come out on the same day so if you're a story only listener you get those on the same day or if you're like let you know making playlists um so let's see those are two separate podcasts on sleep with me plus um but same content uh just uh the story only versions have no well, obviously no ads, no theme music, no uh, jingle music, and no thank yous at the end and no intros. Just a story-only portion of the episode. Okay, so Sunday, 12.39, Dessert Week. That was Great British Bake Off, episode six. Wednesday was Pup Pup Prodigy, our new series, Multiplex, episode one. Uh, February 11th was Wandering Towers, a board game unboxing. There's 1,253 episodes in this feed right now. Um, sorry, I went off topic there. February 7th was uh, Tapestry, which was for Va- Va- Valentine's Day in the public feed. And that was um, a TNG, re- like, a, like a repeat of a TNG episode 560. February 4th, Roaring Twenties, Great British Baking You Off to Sleep, uh, Episode 5, that's Season 10, Collection 7, uh, 12.35, January 31st, uh, was uh, Notebooks of the Journey into the World of Friends. That was a series review, we kind of look at the making of that series. January 28th was uh, Romancing the Stone, Tell the Tape, uh, in anticipation of Argyle. Uh, which I still haven't seen yet. Uh, that was, uh, and then uh, January 24th was Dairy Week. Great British Baking You Off to Sleep. Season 10, Collection 7, Episode 4. And you can also see kind of we stick at the same kind of rhythm uh, for the most part of uh, a kind of random Trending Tuesday style episode that could be anything. The board game unboxing, tell the tape, uh, personal essay. Then um, we do uh, the written series. So we finished up Journey into World of Friends. Now we're starting Multiplex. Then a TV show recap uh, with Great British Bake Off. And uh, yeah, what else? Uh, I think that's everything. 
would I record this week? Great question. This ended up being the week of Bring It On, uh, the cheerleading movie from 2000, by kind of by accident. Well, not even kind of by accident, totally by, like, uh, I did an episode I thought was going to be about Crayola crayons. Ended up kind of, I'm trying to imagine if there was a role-playing game based on the film that I'd never seen Bring It On, even though I quote the trailer all the time on this podcast. Then I watched over two episodes, uh, bring it on, on mute, uh, and like kind of recorded, kind of like a TV recap episode. And, um, those, uh, like with, with some kind of, like, well, I rented the movie. So two out of two, two, one and a half episodes have good quality closed captioning. But then my uh, rental ran out when I like I, I broke up the second episode into two parts. So the final uh, twenty five minutes of the show, the movie, I didn't have the best closed captioning. Even though it was mostly action based, it was like the championship. But yeah, I'd never seen. I still never saw it. it's already been brought, and but I'll, I'll, you know I'll look up the trailer later today just to see. And those will come out, I don't know, right now it's in February. I don't know, those come out March or April. And those will probably come out as TV recaps because we're still recovering, honestly, from the strike. And I'm still a little, um, you know, all the Great British Bake Off episodes we recorded before the strike. Uh, and so I'm still easing my way back into figuring out what our future of uh, TV recap style episodes is. So we have some interim content right now. As I kind of uh, see what I'm comfortable with uh, and is sustainable for the long term of the podcast. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll go from there. And uh, um, yeah, I think that's it for now. I'm uh, glad you're all here. And uh, if you ever want to support the show directly, trying to put these at the end of the public episodes um, just as an experiment so you can kind of get a better idea. Still a sleepy voice. But yeah, if you ever want to check out a seven-day trial at Sleep With Me Plus, it is a huge way to support all the work that goes into the show and make sure the podcast stays sustainable so that you can, you can rely on it and a ton of other people can rely on it. Um, and uh, yeah, you can do that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash plus. Uh, and then let me know what you think uh, or, or tell me so I can say thank you. Uh, thanks so much and good night.